Hello everyone and welcome to our second episode of Uncovered where we look at the creative scene in Taiwan. Film, music, fashion, we uncover all. So today is Friday the 13th which in many cultures is an unlucky day, a very superstitious day. Now we've also come to the end of 2022 so I wanted to take a look back at Taiwan's biggest film which happens to be a horror of 2022 incantation we're going to be delving into superstitions taboos and religion in taiwan through a look at this film now what i love about film is that it can tell you about wider political social and cultural contexts with incantation there are a lot of religious and cultural aspects special to taiwan that are particularly interesting Okay, now today I'm joined in the studio by my wonderful co-hosts Sharon Lin and Michelle Chang. Neither of them have seen the movie, but um, I did give them a little look at the trailer. Mm. And um, it's I not watched, for everyone. I watched the trailer, <laughs> but it is actually really scary. So, you know, Sharon couldn't watch yeah, the trailer. I made a, one of the best decisions I've made of late. I didn't yes, watch the trailer. I turned yeah. around when it started playing and yes, started the- listening to Baby Shark <laughs> to save myself. You, for those of you who are very sensitive when it comes to, yeah, you know, yeah. horror movies. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't do well. Yeah, fair don't, warning. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's a testament to how good the world building and storytelling element it is. Mm, really. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, let me just quickly take our listeners through the plot. Six years ago, there's a female protagonist and she's gone with her boyfriend and classmate to film an ancient cult ritual that her boyfriend's family held every two, they hold it every two decades. Now, they wanted to film it for their blog, which is meant to break myths and superstitions uh, in Taiwan. But after three of them break many of the religious taboos and they enter a forbidden tunnel, they are then all cursed. Now, the film follows the female protagonist as she tries to lift the curse on her six-year-old daughter. She narrates the story and tells the audience to chant an incantation and then also memorize this kind of symbol with her hands. It's got this home-style movie kind of found footage style, um, which is interspersed throughout the film, and it's it's told from her narration. If we're just looking at it as a horror film, yeah. it's pretty scary. But mm. what I found super interesting was I usually can't do horror movies. Like yeah. I, I usually literally yeah I know. can't like, watch them. Yeah. yeah just never liked them and then my boyfriend was like oh why don't we watch this and i was like uh, <laughs> i actually didn't watch the trailer because i think if i'd watched the trailer i would have been you, out you wouldn't yeah, have watched like, it, yeah. um he just put it on and i think he might have not even said that it was a horror movie oh <laughs> evil <laughs> that's mean yeah. yeah so um but i found it really interesting because i was kind of a bit more removed i think uh from some mm. of the beliefs and stuff so right. i found it more like interesting about what it told me about like yeah, about certain taiwan, beliefs yeah. in taiwan and taboos superstitions mm-hmm. so i found it really interesting mm. from this perspective just, just from watching the trailer uh the trailer yes it was scary but uh the whole found footage thing um we were definitely inside people's houses and the way that they dressed the sets mm-hmm. um and people's clothing people's hair no, was... is it a period piece when was it set no no no, no it's present day pretty present, recent, okay. yeah. it's present day but you know how in a lot of you know tv or movies people's homes are way too neat and there's no yeah. clutter yeah, and, like you know human, it's, it's, yeah. it's not realistic mm-hmm. very unrealistic in those ways so so just from catching the trailer that was really cool mm. They were actually quite good at that part. Yeah. Making it more believable for someone like me. Yeah. And it did um, very well. So it was 
it was made in 2022 and it made it into the top 10 in 29 countries and wow, stayed there wow. for 72 weeks 72 wow, weeks yeah 29 weeks yeah and yeah. it brought in over 170 million nt dollars which is about uh 5.68 million us dollars oh, wow. and the domestic the box yeah, office them, yeah though. so it's taiwan's highest grossing horror film i thought it was very cool and i yeah, i don't i've never ever told people before like oh you should watch this horror movie because yeah. mm-hmm. like, i like you, like you would never hear, hear that from me no <laughs> but that's like i'm in it or for some reason or people i love are in it yeah no but i found it i found it interesting yeah michelle would you have i would you think you'd go and watch it after or did the trailer Maybe? speak you out too okay, much okay look i i have certain moods when it comes <laughs> to watching you know and tv shows or movies yeah. right so sometimes i'm in the mood for a comedy or mystery or whatever it is mm-hmm. um lately i have been in a mystery type mood okay who done it i have been in a whodunit mood right so i just finished wednesday on netflix which oh was, yeah oh, so that. good it was very good um occasionally especially in the month of october i am in, the, <laughs> <laughs> <spooky> mood, <laughs> right? in a spoopy mood so um so in those cases yes i would i definitely do choose to watch like, yeah. like horror um yeah. kind of to get in the mood for the holiday yeah I think the I was kind of looking at what the director had said about the film and he said that like Asian horror movies aren't about hardcore gore mm-hmm. so it's always well, it has a softness to it it scares you but also moves you now I thought that was interesting because all the a lot of the horror movies I've watched before like western horror movies like jump scare like, gory yeah very gore. gory a lot of blood mm. I would agree is, with what you said about Asian like uh, especially Thai Japanese Taiwanese sort of like horror thriller because yeah. they have a like cultural element plays a huge role usually absolutely yeah especially i think it's special i really love how you feel like y- you feel a little bit removed from that mm. so maybe for me i would feel more scared because i grew yeah, up like right. watching people instead avoiding of, something yeah instead of being more removed from it you're yeah, actually I mean, more in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so kind of like for example uh, on the western side if we were to watch um i guess movies that are rooted in stuff like constantine I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you were, that one's not so much horror as you know Reeves. the Keanu Reeves one. Yeah. Um, rooted in Christian, uh, Christian, oh, you know, beliefs yeah. or you know that that kind of a uh, lore. Mm-hmm. So I think we would feel more uh, Izzy and I might feel yes. more connected and in those kinds of movies. Yeah. So so yeah, that also I was interested. I think it's interesting having the different oh, perspectives. Yeah. Like, would you find something like uh, Incantation that's more about kind of superstitions, religious taboos? um scarier or not so scary yeah i'm kind of i've got one foot in both cultures because my parents are um are chinese right Mm -hmm. um and they i guess they didn't raise me with a particular religion Mm -hmm. uh but they did have you know things that they did around the house um they they did bring our customs and cultures uh from their their own you know upbringings into my childhood so for example there was uh you know there's an altar during uh, certain times of the year especially lunar new year mm-hmm. um they do put food on the table mm-hmm. they have a little table set up outside for you know wandering spirits mm-hmm. um it's very many things and i guess my mom like my i had actually my chinese name changed mm-hmm. because my mm-hmm. mom went to go get my fortune read i was in a bad relationship at the time mm-hmm. so she so basically she went to get my fortune read the fortune teller to, uh, told her i have to change my name so she did i broke up with the guy this was i didn't know that she changed my name yeah but i wound up coincidentally breaking up with this guy and then eventually finding the new guy whom i married Mm. so it's like Mm -hmm. superstition wise my mom is super superstitious Mm. so and i've kind of been living with her being my mother so yes yes, one foot in both cultures Mm. Um, yeah let's talk about more kind of superstitions 
taboos religion in mm. Taiwan. So now the main religions I ta- in Taiwan, I believe, are um, Buddhism, Taoism, and folk religions. But there's mm. also a lot of I do see a lot of um, Christian, yeah, Christianity and places. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot mm. around here as well. Mm. Are either of you from particular? If you don't mind me asking, no, like, not at particularly all. No. religious families. No, or? no, no. no. I, I would not. Um, I would not call myself religious. Mm-hmm. I I would say spiritual, not religious. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. yeah, yeah, same as Michelle. But growing up, we we did like bye bye basically yes. like. Like someone, like your ancestors, basically, especially during Lunar New Year, oh, it's right. also like, Burns oh, like you're sort of like telling your ancestors, yeah, it's still a good year. Like you know, like kids, they went to good universities, and blah, 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 <laughs> they all like scored very high. Like proud of them, Just, yeah, good job. Uh, gotta yeah. update, <laughs> gotta, gotta update, update them. gotta keep them up to date. There's something like that, but yeah, not not specifically to a certain religion. Right. Yeah. 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 My husband is uh, is Buddhist, mm-hmm. and I do remember he he did take me to go meet his grandpa who had passed away. Um, he wanted to show his ancestors his new girlfriend, which was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it was Lucky it, him, right? It was, oh, thanks. <laughs> How did you feel about that? Well, I'm I'm agnostic when mm-hmm. it comes to whether or not there are higher powers and you know uh, mm-hmm. life after death. Um, so being agnostic and not like atheist, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, sure, why not? And um, you know, respectful because. If there's anything that does actually exist, it is how people have formed emotional connections with those who've passed. Mm-hmm. And you do have to be respectful of that. So, yeah. yeah. So when someone passes away in Taiwan, I know there's quite a lot of like rituals and stuff behind that. Kate, Sharon, can you tell me a bit about about that? Yeah, sure. So actually, if you are visiting Taiwan, sometimes you could actually mm-hmm. see these like rich, like very traditional rituals, usually following uh, Taoism or Buddhism going on in usually outdoor spaces, like in the streets. Like they would have like, it's a very traditional. You see them less and less these days because like traffic is always busy. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard to like find a time <laughs> to really do that. We are in uh, Taipei. Like, yeah, like when, when one of my grandparents, she passed away. We, uh, she actually, when she was still with us, she actually chose to, have her well like ceremony done in the christian way right mm-hmm. so it was i remember some of my family okay. members it's like yeah it's, oh, it's actually very good that she did this because it not just logistically speaking it's easier because <laughs> we can find a menu we don't have to find like outdoor space like have cars and like have like like someone crying over like the, the death of this person on behalf on your behalf because mm-hmm. they're connected to a spiritual world more than you and they are like professions doing professionals doing this so so you're saying yeah. you're for your grandmother's uh yeah. you know so i think i guess a uh, wake it was more like um yeah, indoors like, yeah indoor and, and we had sang like songs like yeah oh. mm-hmm. read, read the bible and yeah i think she basically converted to christianity when she like um, when she almost she she knew that her time is about to to yeah to interesting come, so, did yeah. she get baptized and everything i think i i forgot it was a long time ago um probably she did but yeah, actually, it started like from a very organic way because mm. the hospital that she was staying, there are many people from 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 a local church, and oh, yeah. yeah, of course, like it's totally your own freedom to do whatever you want. But they they will come to her and visit her and sing her songs and tell her, you know, mm-hmm. everything's gonna be okay. You know, yeah. so you look great, like your kids are around you, something like that. Because, so she felt like very like peace Aww. at peace with 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 these um group of young people who who came to her mm. yeah during that's her lovely. final day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, something that's like, right. yeah but there are a lot of like people uh going for like traditional yeah more traditional way of like sending off people who who left them and like especially with the dates i believe like many people they still like oh 
like uh, within some certain days you should not like do certain right. things um there are rituals that basically you would hire some people who are sort of connected to the spiritual world and they would like sh- uh, express grievance sort of on your behalf so they have a deeper connection to whoever that's passed on, something like that. I, I hope I, I'm explaining it well enough, mm-hmm. but like something like so, this. So yes, pe- you, I guess people would would hear that as hiring mourners. Yeah, yeah, yeah something right. like that. Yeah. The white mm-hmm. clothing, um, it is traditional to wear white. Yeah, white or black. The immediate yeah. family, the immediate family wears mm-hmm. white at a, at a funeral here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then morn- the mourning process goes on for quite a while yeah. for some periods I, so yeah, yeah, you have to- 49 days or something and like also within like like a hundred day also is a huge mm-hmm. mark mm-hmm. and usually they would the family would tend to avoid like really celebratory events like hosting another wedding or right. something within they would, these yeah, hundred days yeah put it off till the the morning period is o- over mm. basically and then do you buy by like a year after as well after someone's passed i believe so, people do yeah yeah i guess maybe it depends on like the family and yeah. how yeah also yeah also it's like yeah. we're all living like contemporary lifestyle so it's like your family members they're mostly abroad or they have they just mm. have to be in these meetings so they couldn't make it in person it's fine so yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and there's another thing i wanted to talk about actually well just by buying in general mm. so i know taiwanese people you know often go to oh, they, buy, they buy, buy for everything almost yeah. like so this is like showing like worshiping like how would you explain bye bye if i would explain it like okay from an outsider standpoint yes. because um i have gone to go bye-bye uh, mm-hmm. but i'm not actually someone who's very devoutly in those religions mm-hmm. uh, so when i started up my dice company <laughs> phoenix dice yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phoenix. But, um, I, I took my dice and i went to uh Shintian temple oh, oh yeah because they that temple tongue, yeah. yeah that temple um is i guess known for business matters mm. or was it was uh, one yeah. of the uh, one of the main gods there is the god of war yes Guangong. which today yeah is the is you know war is business yeah. more than anything else yeah guan gong's cool mm-hmm. yeah. he's pretty neat <laughs> so i went there with my bag of dice and i'm and um i i basically i'm asking him <laughs> bye bye right yeah um to help me like help yeah. like help my company uh you know find success mm. make my path easier mm. um you know fight this battle very well that kind of thing mm-hmm. so right that's that's uh, i guess one way that some people would go bye bye right yeah yeah, yeah. It's a very sure. good image, mm. yeah. People definitely do that. So, like a brief, like if you don't know what bye bye is, it's sort of, it's like prayer, mm-hmm. like prayer. And usually, uh, wow, the incense that you burn, and you usually make wishes or wish for what you need, like your business, like doing well, something like that. And also, mm. growing up, like standardized test is a huge deal in Taiwan. So parents <laughs> or, or students themselves, they would bring like their textbooks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm getting my bar exam, so I'm bringing my you know lawyer gear. Like <laughs> is that is that Shinin Temple also? I, I don't know, but like it, it, it usually it's for another god like Wen Chang, but right. like Guangong, Guangong is super badass. Oh, he's yeah. like the like a say it's like a startup, not like startup, but like <laughs> he's like the the one of the, the most popular gods, yeah. like because he he knows that he's like um. I feel like in Taiwan, there's usually like yin and, yin and yang and feng shui is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So like Guanggong is definitely like a god of like yang energy, which mm-hmm. is like positivity, warmth. And for some other temples like di zhang wang or other for like more yin gods, not meaning that they're all spooky, but they're usually spirits that are not usually associated with like positivity or like like overall really, really like 
good energy. But Guan Gong is like, uh, Guan Gong is very iconic. So if you go Google, he has a red face and with a very beautiful blade that's called like Qinglong Yan Yan Dao. That thing is cool. Yeah, it's like a, a, a huge blade that it's in a shape of a moon and has dragons like carved on it. Oh, so wow. it's, it's a traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a yeah he's a badass god. So people do right. go pray. And I and I think for Bai Bai, it, it it does depend on your purpose, right? So mm-hmm. I hear that there's cer- certain uh, temples that. I guess uh, with, for relationships, with, or for relationships, <laughs> or for uh, childbearing, family, yeah, yeah, yeah. pregnancy, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's other one. Yes. So, yeah. so apparently, um, you know, the pantheon of gods. There are different ones that you should speak to for different reasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And back to the business thing as well. I've often passed through um, past stores in Taiwan, and they've been burning. Yeah. Kind right. of like paper, paper money. Yeah. yeah. So is that a similar thing? Usually, you see it often during like ghost festivals, which mm-hmm. is the Lunar New Year. The July of Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. So if you're walking around Taiwan, you could probably see that around August. Mm-hmm. And also, say if uh, some of your family members they passed on, you would some family they still do burn paper money as like yeah money for them. I remember when my grandparents passed away. I think my uncle got him like a Ferrari, like made out of paper <laughs> paper mache. Like brand, like okay, grandpa can have a Ferrari right now. I've and totally he's, like, seen those driving down the sunset. <laughs> they <laughs> even make like paper houses. They yeah, make yeah. paper like a yeah. like designer bags. And yeah, like that fish, like oh, this is his favorite seafood, and mm-hmm. we gotta like groupers is or were his yeah, favorite, like only groupers, like yeah. we don't want other fish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like let's get on to some more just general taboos. Okay, yeah. so yeah. if you come to Taiwan or you know other countries in Asia as well, like things that you shouldn't do or things especially so, when it comes to like chinese language there's a few there's a lot so. there's a lot <laughs> you're right michelle get me started yeah so, <laughs> so we're talking about people who are like fresh off the plane yeah uh, okay so well yeah <laughs> okay so fresh off the plane um uh, wear masks maybe do- they've gone to eat okay, they've okay gone i to have eat. one related to eating when you use chopsticks yes. don't put your chopsticks like vertically stick it onto the dish that you're having it's very very bad luck you're actually because- not supposed to stick it into anything really yeah because uh, Many foreigners actually don't know because mm-hmm. it's actually understandable because you're just placing your utensils somewhere near somewhere. the dish. Like sometimes, some, sometimes you might think, okay, I just stick it onto the rice or something. No, because it's in the same similar way of how you put incense, which is for like uh, spiritual purposes for bai bai for prayer. So also for mm-hmm. the deceased. So that's that's you're, really you're bad offering luck your food to, to the, the deceased. deceased. Like even yes. though like on. People are usually pretty chill, mm. but especially if you have a chance to dine with lovely local elders, like for some reason, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it will freak them out, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think in general, um, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about like taboos, like superstitions, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, being from America to a certain extent, I do understand that in general, we're very loud. <laughs> like like really loud yeah. when it got, just just anywhere that we happen to be we're the loudest group of people yeah. i'm sorry taiwan <laughs> i apologize on behalf of all americans oh. <laughs> but it's it being loud in certain places yeah don't blast wow. your i don't know like whatever You're, yeah please don't be watching youtube on top volume in a temple oh, no no oh, don't that's do that cringe cringe as cringe. a local cringe. Wait, what about um what things should you not give as gifts Ooh. It depends. Like we talk about, I think red envelopes and white envelopes. So if it's red envelopes, yeah. always give money in even numbers because it's it means pairing pairs. Good luck yeah. at weddings. At yeah, weddings. Right? At weddings. But if you're giving a red envelope, really at Lunar New Year, you yeah. Also so have to Lunar New Year is coming up. Always and if anyone's even. gonna give always Hongbao even. Yeah, yeah, if they're gonna oh, get yeah, yeah. I've messed that up then. Yeah. <laughs> but but honestly, people nowadays are really chill, especially if okay. you're a foreigner from a different culture. They understand. I mean, 
Yes. I mean, the kids that I gave it to, our <laughs> nieces and nephews, right? They very much appreciated the single blue bill that I gave them instead oh of like... Oh, my God. I'll take that. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and you cannot never. give people yeah. white envelopes yeah. for just about any reason. Oh, no, no, no. Don't it do that. It looks weird, yeah. It looks very weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> white envelopes <laughs> are for funerals. Yeah. Yes. And yes. what about giving clocks? Oh, you can't. Oh, no. Because like the 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 how you pronounce clock zhong and also the the verb send song zhong it means like sending someone off like when they're when they're deceased so mm-hmm. no, your time is up that. yeah but but watches is fine actually watches are great gifts because <laughs> a watch is, is yeah. not the same character yeah, watches biao, biao, right yeah so mm-hmm. so yeah. also you can't give umbrellas yeah umbrellas. or shoes or shoes you cannot yeah. give people oh, shoes yes i knew the shoes one and then it's, it's not particularly if you're in relationships yeah usually the, like, means oh, they're gonna leave break, you. i leave you but yeah. there there are ways to, to break that mm-hmm. so you take either a like not a penny but like some change like one one Taiwanese stars, which is a coin. You, you ask to be yeah. paid. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, you you are buying this shoe off me for like ten Taiwanese dollars, and I give you this pair of really nice trainers. It's like yeah, <laughs> it works, it works. So yeah, amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, my husband, when he moved first moved back, he had an, a hat. Mm-hmm. It was green. Oh <laughs> yes, and and yes, I I heard he was wearing it on the metro, and um, some there were some kids laughing about him and stuff. <laughs> And it's like uh, and husband is a pretty tall we, guy. He's so a very like, tall very guy, so they saw it. Say so they saw a green hat. And okay, we need to explain what yes. does a green hat mean. So, so when you're wearing when you're when you're wearing a green hat, they 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 liken it to military cap. Mm. It's green mm. camo, right? Okay, it's yes. the green. The military uniform oh. is green. So mm-hmm. when you're away, when the when the man, quote unquote, is away uh, in the military serving his time, then the woman is free to do what she chooses. Mm. Right. And oftentimes that oh, is cheating, right? Oh. So when they say uh, someone is wearing a green hat, it means their woman is cheating on them. Mm. Um, oh, their partner uh, is cheating on them. Yeah. Their, their partner, their partner mm. is cheating on them. Um, but right, that's kind of where it came from. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's not so much a superstition yeah. anymore. I guess it's um, it's, it's a like cu- heavy on cultural taboos. Yeah, yeah. Don't wear green thing. hats in Taiwan. <laughs> Don't do that. And um, it's as it's coming up to Lunar New Year. I spent uh, the last uni year in Taiwan as well. Mm. And I played the dice game. Mm. But oh. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Michelle's probably, I would guess you're probably really good. Shibana? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You know, you know. I love yeah, dice. dice. Okay, yeah. and um, it was with like, that was like, you know, little little kids of and, course like, and we're using like coins to mm-hmm. like it's not really gambling but like it is gambling come on it's, <laughs> it's, it's for money. fun it's for fun listeners we're yeah. not like promoting gambling no it's for fun togetherness during the yeah. but it's not exciting unless you win something yeah. no exactly um okay i i think i patted i patted my <gasps> no. boyfriend on the back and he got so angry at me. oh no <laughs> Wait, i forgot i actually forgot about the why um, like you drive away yes. they're good luck oh yeah basically you're 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 patting you're, you're wiping away your pat or or brushing off so, uh, your, their good luck. Yeah, so it's basically just bad luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hear also that if you go to the bathroom, if you're having mm-hmm. bad luck gambling, yes, you go to the bathroom, it should change your luck. Some, some people change oh. their underwear oh, as yeah, well. To red oh, ones. red <laughs> red on Yeah. <laughs> no, I've had that as well because red is lucky, right? Yeah. yeah. So do we all have red underwear in preparation for Lunar New Year? <laughs> I'm going to have to go and buy some. <laughs> I, I, I have red ones, but not for that purpose. It's just like, oh, they're on sale and they fit me well. So oh, okay, there you I go. Them. Well, you can yeah. wear them for Lunar New Year. Yeah. Well, or do they have to be new? There's this whole like oh, right the thing the cult I guess the the thing where people buy new clothes just oh, yeah, yeah. all new for clothes new year, yeah, for new Chinese clothes, New Year like new or year, Lunar yeah. New Year. 
so unfortunately that's all we've got time for today i hope everyone enjoyed listening to our chat about uh religion superstitions and taboos in taiwan and if you guys have time watch the movie i do recommend it but it's not for the faint-hearted um yeah and thanks so much for joining me today sharon and michelle thanks for having us yeah have a great weekend listeners